Welcome to the Growing Moms podcast, where I help you, busy mom, to reduce overwhelm, increase productivity, and grow personally so you can live your fullest life without stress, chaos, and overwhelm. Hey there, beautiful souls. In episode one, where I spoke about taking back your territory, I mentioned developing emotional resilience. And one of you uh, checked in with me and asked, how do you actually develop and build emotional resilience? And so today, this is what we're going to talk about. I used to cry a lot. I didn't cope with stress, crises and challenges very well. I was not adaptable and flexible. And I struggled with anxiety and fear all the time. I was not what you would call emotionally resilient. However, this is not true anymore. I have learned to be far more emotionally resilient, I'm happy to say. But what is emotional resilience? Emotional resilience is the ability to to calm your frantic mind after encountering a negative experience or to endure stress and hardship and challenges and trials. It's the strength to power through storms and come out on the other side still intact. The word resilience comes from the Latin word resilio, which means to bounce back. And I think that's such an apt description. You're able to bounce back from things that happen to you, negative experiences, crises, emergencies, just some some period of craziness in your life. So when you are resilient, you're able to adapt yourself to stress and disappointments, to changes in your schedule, or to manage crises without falling apart. And that wasn't always me. Like I said, I used to fall apart a lot. So it's the capacity to maintain competent functioning in the face of major life stresses. I think that sounds like something we all need. Some people are born emotionally resilient, but our resilience can also be affected by trauma. And if you've been through trauma in your life, any kind of abuse or anything, you're... you're Emotional resilience may not be as strong as it could be or should be. And then, of course, women tend to be less emotionally resilient than men. Today, I want to just look at 10 ways to become emotionally resilient. And they are in no particular order of importance, although some may follow on from others. So number one is self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to tune into your feelings and label what you're thinking and feeling. So you understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. You understand how your feelings are contributing to your actions. So I'm doing this because I'm feeling that. And understanding yourself helps you to respond appropriately to stressful circumstances and to regulate your emotions. Self-awareness helps you to manage your thoughts and feelings. And one of the best ways I've found of doing this is journaling. I've found journaling to be like emotional maintenance so what I do every day is I take a moment to think about what am I feeling this morning am I feeling anxious about anything am I feeling worried am I feeling afraid what what are the what 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 am I feeling and then I write those things down and analyze why do I feel that way and then I pray about those things and I ask God to speak to me about what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling and those those negative emotions that I'm feeling and that helps me a lot to regulate in my emotions and to process the feelings that I have and what I'm thinking so that's one way to become more self-aware is to take the time to actually sit down and and observe your internal workings if I can put it that way all right number two recognize when you need to be emotionally strong and then choose to (laughs) 
So if you're in a situation where you want to fall apart, that is the time where you can choose not to fall apart. And I know that sounds easier than it really is, but we can rely on God's strength to help us get through. God's word is full of promises and we must claim them. He says in Philippians 4 verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. Being emotionally strong and choosing to to be emotionally strong also includes praying in faith and, and acting in faith. So instead of saying, please help me, please help me, please help me in your prayer, you can say, thank you that you will help me because you've promised in your word that you would. Because Second Corinthians 9 verse 8, and you'll hear me say this again and again, where God it says, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. You have everything you need. And so you can thank God for that. And you can say, even though I'm feeling overwhelmed, even though I want to fall apart, I don't need to, I don't have to, because God is on my side and he has given me everything I need to deal with this situation. All of heaven is on your side. Remember that. And when you commit yourself to God, you're connecting with the power of heaven. And that's no no light thing. Number three, and it's connected to number two, and this is understand the power of your will. You are stronger than you think you are. And I'm not talking self-help here and, you know, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. But the reality is that you are stronger than you think you are. You do have it within yourself because God created you to be resilient and to have inner strength that you can call on in emergencies. And I've always been fascinated by people who go through taxing experiences and and real life challenges. I, I remember once I read the book called Into Thin Air by John Krakauer and he told the story of his his climbing of Mount Everest and how that by the time he got to where, where he was just doing the last little push to the top he said he wasn't feeling anything he wasn't thinking anything he couldn't feel his body anymore the only thing that was keeping him going was his will the fact that he was determined to get to the top and he did get to the top and it just it just has always stuck with me how the power of the will is powerful <laughs> and that that's the thing that can keep you going when everything else has given up already so your will is powerful you can choose to do things that you think you can't do and it will carry you through when your feelings are saying that you can't go on anymore and when you surrender your will to God he will empower you to do what you need to do, whether that's perseverance, whether it's being adaptable, whether it's letting go of things, whatever it is, God can help you when you put your will on his side. All right, number four is master your circumstances. Don't let your circumstances master you. God created you to be in charge of yourself and your life. For sure, some things we can't change, but then adapt either mentally or physically make the mental adjustment make the physical adjustment if there's something that you can't change then change how you think about it or just alter how you relate to it or what you what are you going to do but don't let your circumstances get on top of you don't let them master you god created you with everything under your feet all circumstances are under your feet number five is emotional awareness and regulation and that is knowing when you need to take a break and regain your equilibrium. 
and I want to use a term here that might freak you out but please don't freak out listen just listen carefully and that is a term called centering and I know that the new ages use that a lot and I'm not into new age so let's just get that straight I'm not into that but I have learned that sometimes when I've been through a crisis or when I've been very busy I lose myself I lose connection with myself I lose touch with, with me and that is something that I've learned to do and I'm going to do a whole episode on this centering because I think it's quite important so center yourself and what I mean by that is take time to sit down and say okay where am I what am I doing where should I be what does God want me to do right now what am I thinking what am I feeling it's like just taking some time to just get back in touch with yourself and your inner workings and with where God wants you to be so that you're not all over the place because when you're not centered you're going to make bad decisions you're going to be irritable and grumpy you're going to lose your temper you're going to you know say things that you regret saying and so it's important to be in touch with yourself and what's going on on the inside all right number six is learn to do by doing develop perseverance and endurance by persevering and enduring <laughs> and you know what I think this is probably one of the biggest ways to develop your your emotional resilience is just to persevere when you feel like you can't to endure when you feel like you can't and life offers us those circumstances and those challenges and those realities without us even asking for them so you have opportunity every day to build your resilience and so you can either complain about your circumstances, avoid them, take the easy route, or you can persevere and endure the hardships, the challenges, the, the, the struggles that you're going through. And doing that, you will become more emotionally resilient. Number seven is learn to be adaptable. Again, this happens by doing it. So learn to adjust when things change. And don't be so fixed in your thinking that there is only one way to do a thing and this is this is the way it's going to be done allow yourself to think of different options and on different ways to do things and not to be so fixed in your thinking if you need to adapt your your schedule because of a crisis then do so if you need to tweak your schedule for a, a lo long term then do what you need to do but become adaptable and don't be so fixed in other words by all means have your plans make your plans but hold them loosely don't hold them too tightly or so tightly that you get flustered you get angry you get upset when when things come along to shake your plan because that's life life does that to you it is going it is going to shake your plans life doesn't afford us the opportunity to just have everything run perfectly smoothly without ever having a hitch it's constant adaptation that we need Okay, number eight is stress management. Emotional resilience isn't all about just being tough and brave and strong, even though we need a lot of that. Sometimes it's about taking a break to manage your stress levels. So that may mean saying no. It may mean taking a break in the middle of the day. It may mean going for a gentle walk or doing some deep breathing or exercising, but do something, some kind of self-care to look after yourself so that you can be more emotionally resilient. And number nine is learn to say it is what it is. That's been one of the most helpful things I've learned in my life. So it is what it is and then adjust to it. 
do what you need to do. Don't catastrophize things. If things go wrong, plans go up in smoke. Everything that you plan to do today just didn't work out. Don't catastrophize it. It is what it is. Do the next thing. Adapt. Take the next step. But don't allow yourself to spiral down and just throw your hands up in the air and say, oh, well, what's the point? No, adapt. Move on. It is what it is. Do the next thing. A lot of emotional resilience has to do with your mental state and how you think about life and your problems. So, yes, it is what it is is a very helpful thing to say to yourself. And then number 10 is trusting in God makes you more emotionally resilient. And this is one of the big lessons of my life too, is that allowing God to be in control of your life. He knows your circumstances and he knows what you're capable of handling. So trust him. Whatever comes your way, he has allowed. And if you feel like there's something that you need to to change, you need to alter, then you prayerfully go to God and say, Lord, is this a time for me to endure and persevere? Or is this a time for me to adapt? Is this a time for me to say no? Is this a time for me to take some time out? What is this that you want me to do? But just know that God is on your side when you trust him and you let go of your anxiety and your worries about things and your frustration with life and trust that he's in control you will become more emotionally resilient so the good news is that even though you may not be emotionally resilient right now you can learn to be resilience is a muscle and the more you exercise it the stronger it'll get and the less effort it will take to be emotionally resilient you can become emotionally resilient you can become tough and brave and strong you can become someone who is in control of your emotions in control of your thoughts and your feelings and in control of yourself mastering your circumstances and actually mastering yourself as well because that's what emotional resilience is basically it's being in control of you